Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am your host, Dusty White. Thank you for being here today. Today I have Lori with me. Uh, hi Lori. Hi Dusty. So Lori's going to be sitting in and listening to me yap. And today we are going to cover the astrological properties of tarot cards. And this is a super exciting lesson. I hope you guys will like it. If you have a copy of the White Book, uh, that is the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. Uh, feel free to flip back to back pages like 140, 150, 160, 170, that, you know, that area back there, um, because we're going to be referencing that. And if not, you can follow along. Now, uh, quick disclaimer, this lesson and everything in it is free. No charge. But it's a small part of what I teach in my email lessons. And those are free. So you go to easytarotlessons.com and you sign up for our free email lessons e-free tarot lessons by email it's like 20 weeks of uh, free lessons and if you are serious about learning all of this we have a course complete tarot course uh, teaches you everything and, and again starts you from absolute beginner and over the course of 10 months we take you all the way through professional level we show you how to get a job, we show you how to get lots of clients, uh, show you how to charge a lot of money, we really take care of you in every way. We have study groups and all that, 10 bucks a week. Uh, and your first month is a dollar. You, know, you try it out for a dollar. You know, if you don't try it out for a dollar, you're really missing out. Uh, and again, if you don't like it after a month, I'll give you a dollar back. I can't, <laughs> can't do any better than that. Lori, you're actually in the course, right? Yes, I am. Do you want your dollar back? No, I'll give you more dollars because I, I have met such a great community of people and I'm actually being able to understand the heart of uh, what's going on with the tarot and it's just pretty, it's very in-depth, so I appreciate the class. Yay, oh, and yeah, there are video lessons, audio lessons. Um, now, uh, th today's topic is something I do kind of gloss over in the book. It's it's in, in, uh, in the book, but I don't really talk a whole lot about it. And it's not something I really cover in the course, so I guess this is kind of unique information. But I will uh, do more work on this in the email lessons. I'll actually, you know, write some stuff out and whatnot. So let's get into it today. Now, first the basics. Uh, astrology is a yardstick. It's uh, like physics or psychology or any branch of science is simply a yardstick or a meter stick. It's a way of measuring something. So astrology is the measure of the specific energy of everything on the planet. So we could say through a process of anthropomorphication, uh, assigning human qualities to something, the simplicity or the simplistic version is to say astrology tells us the personality, character, nature, and structure of anything. Normally, we use it for people. I'm a Leo, you're a Sagittarius, that other person's a Pisces, blah, blah, blah. But we can use astrology to understand events, places, locations, circumstances, all that kind of stuff. I will teach all of this in the astrology course coming up and in the astrology book. But for right now, today, we're going to keep it super, super simple. We're just going to pay attention to tarot cards because tarot cards have astrological personalities or we can say that we can use astrology to understand our tarot cards even better than we do just by looking at the pictures and reading up in uh, words in the back of the book um, or, or in, in any book really. So anything can be deconstructed by using astrology so therefore every tarot card has an astrological flavor and of course I list these in the back of the white book. Now, learning the astrological sign of a tarot card is actually quite easy because there are pictures on the cards, and I'm going to be showing you guys today how to do this on the fly, even if you don't have a copy of the easiest way to learn the tarot ever, which is available on Amazon for actually less than $22. I, I priced it $1 per trump card, you don't get it, 22 but uh, Amazon screwed that all up by going, ah, we'll sell it for less. It's, like, it's not the money, it's the idea, it's like, there's a magical value. It's like, don't understand, I did this for the golden triangle and the silver scales. Uh, whatever, they don't understand. It's, 
<laughs> you know, Jeff Bezos doesn't know anything about magic. He only built like a zillion dollar company. You bastard. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. Once, uh, once you understand the sign of a card, it'll add a new layer of interpretation. And I want to talk about this real quick. I don't want you to salad bar your readings. However, you know, oh, this little, but in a sense, once you know the tarot inside and out, and that's my job is to help you know the tarot inside and out, it really is like a salad bar where every card will have a variety of meanings. It'll have lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers and croutons and other things, that, you know, rabbit food um, that, that's available. And it's not that we pick and choose what we want each card to mean in a reading. It's really what's most appropriate or what's pertinent to that particular time, place, situation, circumstance. You know, we, what applies? And this is easy because if you do the exercises that I tell you to do and you go along, you practice, 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 especially if it's a study group or study buddy. Again, all of this is available in the course and 10 bucks a a week and get a full service buffet but whether or not as long as you have the book and you're doing this and doing this and doing this even if you're in a desert island just keep working at it you are going to develop your intuition it's literally the like you can look at uh, the tarot as a nautilus machine that was like a brand of workout machine uh, where you go to the gym you're like okay I'm lifting weights I'm lifting weights that's what you're doing with the tarot is you're working your psychic muscles and you're developing your intuitive so that when you do a reading, your intuition is doing all of the hard work for you. It'll tell you which of the particular tarot card meanings applies to this particular time-space continuum thing. Lori, you're sitting here listening to all this. Is this kind of making sense? Yes. So basically is what you're saying is that... Um, it's not necessarily the rote meanings that you can research. It's actually that kind of conduit that you build with your intuition. Yes. Having, okay. Yes, your intuitive. I like uh, my new term that I've been using this year is your intuitive gateway um, as, as an alternative for intuition because it helps people understand that we have a brain, you know, physical gray matter. Um, and it's best stop staying inside our head. And then we have, um, some people like to uh, equate it to the pineal gland, um, but there's this, let's just say for simplicity, a location in our head where our intuition resides. And I want you to think of it like a valve, like the, you can open up your intuition and you have a greater awareness to things outside yourself sympathetic minds people that are you know shooting you information you know buy pepsi buy pepsi ooh i want a pepsi you can close it up and say i'm i'm not going to be influenced by anyone or anything cuz i'm focused and i and i refuse to let people bully me or you can open up and go ah, i don't have any ideas i want other people's ideas and then you know stuff comes comes to you or you can and but also like kind of like a radio dial you can tune your intuition to open up to let's say the divine well, pick your favorite religion, and that's the divine, or, you know, fairy, spirit guides, whatever. So your intuition is really a gateway that allows your little monkey brain, because we're all, you know, a bunch of little primates, um, with the collective unconscious, if you want to go with Jung, or with God, if you want to go with Freud, or uh, the multitude of multiplex of deities, if you want to go any of those polytheistic things. The important thing is that the tarot is a great tool for helping us really whip our intuition into shape. So yes, out of all the meanings, because what do they say? A picture has uh, pictures worth a thousand words. So tarot card has a variety of meanings, but the one that is right and proper, um, we need to know because we're drawing information through our intuition. We're not sitting here making up things as we go along. Um, Otherwise, like any computer could read the tarot better than us. But tar uh, computers don't have the voice of God. They can't. Uh, they can't go. 
Trump, I need to know the answer to this. And then Divine Wisdom goes, no, here, I will put this card in front of you because this card at this particular moment will make your mind go, oh, I, 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 you know, so it's not so much the root meaning of the card, it's what that card represents to us at that particular moment, which makes us vomit out the answer because that <laughs> opens up our intuition and psh, it comes right out. You're with me so far. Kind of like uh, tuning your radio dial. Exactly. So to help us, what we want to do is we want to know the plausible meanings of each card. Rote memorization. You don't need to, to. You don't need keywords. You don't need to force your brain with all kinds of formulas. Understand what you're looking at in the picture, mm-hmm. and try to read the various meanings of the cards. Traditionally, I've, I've supplied meanings in the back. There are other books that supply meanings in the backs. Use those to understand the differences between cards and to better understand the image. Don't rely on those meanings. Don't try to force yourself to remember those meanings. Just uh, make yourself aware of them. In my uh, book, uh, Easy Spread to Learn Terror Arbor, on the odd pages like 151, 169, 181, uh, these pages in the back of the book, on, on the odd pages, or the, the right hand or recto pages, I actually have worksheets where you fill in what impressions you are getting from the cards. And then, of course, uh, personal notes on the even pages or the verso pages um, in the back of the book, you know, uh, 150, 160, Oh no, my alarm's going off. What? Hold on one moment. Well, that was exciting, right? So, he says sarcastically, so kids, there's a lesson. Make sure you turn your damned iPhone off before you do a podcast. All right. We're just rolling with it. Yes, we are rolling (laughs) right down the road. All right, so let's, uh, enough enough about the book. I want to get right into this um, so you guys can understand. So, the point is, don't get too formulaic because you're going to hurt yourself because uh, there's no formula in the world that can decipher all of reality otherwise we would have figured it out by now we've had thousands of years to do it Um, we have formulas to help no formula will do all the work for us So so what we do is we provide a framework of understanding and that's what we're doing with astrology. It's just creating a framework of understanding or a new layer of understanding. So let's get right into this. Um, I promise from this point forward, it'll be super easy. Now, there are two basic things you need to know about astrology in order to do this. Uh, they're astrological jibber-jabber. So the terms we're going to use are qualities and elements. We're not going to use the... Um, triplicities and quadruplicities because it's just too nerdy and it doesn't make any sense at all. Qualities and elements. Really simple. Plain, boring English. If we want to translate this into another language. Plain, boorish, boring, whatever language. Um, everything in the time-space continuum. That means, you know, reality. Everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Sorry. that's We all have a beginning, middle, and an end. The day has a beginning, middle, and an end. There's a better, more positive way of looking at it. <laughs> now, in astrology, and again, there's so much more. I'll teach you all of this in the new astrology book, but don't worry about that right now. But but for simplicity, just, just for today, the beginning and middle and an end, in astrology, we call that cardinal beginning, fixed, middle, mutable, end. So we use the, the fancy schmancy terms, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Now, these can apply, these states of being can apply to your physical, mental, or emotional states. At this particular moment, I'm aggressive. Oh, you're cardinal. At this particular moment, I'm stubborn. I do not, I'm not listening. La, 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 la. Oh, they're fixed. And then uh, those, those damned Disney chipmunks. After you. Oh, no, no. After you. Oh, it couldn't possibly. Oh, stupid. Bastards. 
Um, it's like Chip and Dale. It's like, I'm so polite. I have, uh, I can't make up my mind. I'm just, uh, I hate mutable people. He says the Sagittarius. That's the Sagittarius joke. Um, so, mutable is squiggly, like, um, like a squirrel, you know, or, or, or an eel. It's, it's, it has no form, structure, spine, just changes and goes wherever. Um, Cardinal is more like a Roman centurion. I'm going to come beat the crap out of you in the name of Rome. It's like, oh, that's a cardinal. So again, anything instigatory or, or commanding or, you know, or single-minded of purpose and focus and, and aggressive is a cardinal. Uh, a bastion, like a fortress, you know, you will not pass. Um, no, you can't come in. They're very fixed, you know, not changing. So if you understand even the basics, just cardinal picks me just a little bit, you'll be fine. Then the other things uh, are the elements, and you know, fire, earth, air, and water. This, these are pretty much so obvious. We're not going to really cover them in this short podcast. And if you want to know all about the elements, I want you to pick up a copy of my forthcoming book, "The Easiest Way to Learn Astrology Ever," and it, and it is. But as promised, here are some examples. All of these can be found at the back of the book. If you have the white book, now it's time to open it. Let's start with cardinal cards to understand cardinal I'll give you cards that are cardinal and then that'll help you, you know, understand how these cards are cardinal so all aces are cardinal aces um, in the tarot are based on the number one as in I'm number one you're number flat if you ever watch the kids in the hall you get that uh, aces are representational of beginnings or a surge of something or an abundance of something but generally it involves um, it's like a fountain where there is some type of um, propulsion or some type of you know it's not a fixed state it's a transitional state uh, in the sense of a beginning Lori are you with me on that does that make uh, sense I got I am okay I appreciate that you're my own sounding board here and I appreciate that so <laughs> Uh, an easy way to understand cardinal energy is to think of aces. The ace as in a flying ace being like the best fighter pilot ever, so like the best or first, the preeminent. Or first is in one, two, three, one, two, three. You know, the, the oh, ah, what is it Confucius said? A thousand journey begins with a single step. You know, it's that first. Today I'm going to quit smoking. Today I'm going to get off my ass and get a job and stop sitting around doing podcasts um today you know he's like well t- okay tomorrow um so today is the uh the concept or the beginning um so this is uh the essence of cardinal is anything forceful or commanding uh but especially now, if something's fixed and authoritarian, you know, I am the law, this is, that's very fixed. But um, but generally speaking, if something's coming at you, then you know, it's coming right at us. Um, or is it it's coming right for us? Like, I can't, never remember which one that is, but if you've seen South Park, you know that. Uh, so there, you get aces. Now, staying with Cardinal, I want to talk about pages, because pages are also beginning. Now, granted, pages can be messages, but pages are uh, usually indicative in traditional tarot meanings, going way back to, you know, everybody's blonde or blue eyes or brown haired or, or redheads, and, you know, back in the European way of phrasing the tarot, which was very racist and I didn't like it, but you'll see it in books everywhere. Uh, they really do need to clean it up. Yeah. But one of the things that they say over and over and over is pages are babies, or pages are children, or pages are students. Well, if we look at this esoterically um, or metaphysically, the concept of a student or a baby or a child is you are at the beginning of your educational or life journey. Well, it's just like being an ace. You know, it's the beginning. So pages are a weak cardinal force and aces are a powerful cardinal force but both of these are instigatory or at the beginning or early stages so these would be cardinal so when you look at uh, let's see um, here the ace of cups on one page 148 it says ace of cups cardinal water and then down in that little chart where it says prime elements at work in this card it says number 
uh, ace or one source infusion in the supply origins odd odd numbers uh, odd numbers by the way are uh, instigatory or overtly masculine uh, even numbers are uh, stabilizing or overtly feminine if you want to get into like seriously advanced stuff this will you can add this to your uh, tarot reading as well. We'll get into that later, but uh, even in odds, masculine and feminine energies, uh, we're talking about polarities, not not gender assignments. Uh, suit direction. Okay, so what we do is we, we match cardinal or forcible, and then we go suit. So it's for uh, soup is uh, soup. Suit is cups. <laughs> I suppose the uh, ace of cups could be a bowl of soup hot soup because you know cardinal oh or it'd be very cold like freezing you know like but again carl have to be super cold like liquid nitrogen frozen soup that burns your tongue because it's so cold because other it was just like mediocre cold you're like oh it's not very cardinal it's not it's not attacking me okay so cardinal we have cups under under suit on page 148 it's a suit cups emotional capacity need fertility receptacle so let's add cardinal to that so cardinal cups cardinal emotional capacity cardinal need cardinal fertility cardinal receptor receptacle um a the ace of cups could literally mean a bowl or a cup which is a fixed object it just sits there and it holds things in place so yeah milk in a bowl it just sits there so it's a very fixed state and the bowl is a fixed object because it's, it doesn't breaking the bowl is a fixed object um, taking a bat a bat is a very cardinal object its job is to smash things its job is to disrupt the status flow so yes so it could be argued uh, but the ace of cups could be fixed and I'm getting way into deep stuff but generally speaking the ace of any uh, suit will be an instigatory or changing thing. All right, so, boy, that was a lot of stuff. Um, before I get into other individual cards, I just wanted to give you an example of cardinal cards. We'll get into uh, various cards, and then we'll blow out of here. But I want to talk about the suits really quickly. Um, wands are said to be fire. Some people say swords are fire, wands are air. There's a expert level debate on that, but for simplicity, since everybody else is saying it, which is a poor excuse, I'm just going to say that uh, swords are air for now, and uh, wands are fire, and cups are water, and coins or pentacles are earth. So when we look at each suit, think of the themes. So you're in a reading, you're like, oh my god, what does this card mean? Take a deep breath and go, okay coins we got it. it's a coin card well coins represent earthly practical matters or and money is extremely earthly and practical you, know, you have it or you don't I have money therefore I can do this I don't have money therefore I don't I have bills because so I entered into an agreement where I said I want this luxury or this necessity and the guy was like oh sure you, know, you can you can have all this stuff but you are going to provide me with this stuff called money it's like yes yes I'll do that later so hence the bills. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, damn responsibility. So responsibility, again, very earth thing. So everything practical and boring and responsible, but stable, you know, very earth. That, that falls in the suit of earth. So if we're looking at coins, these are the things we're looking at. So we're looking at suit of coins. The reason why the there's money and scenes of poverty and scenes of wealth and work labor uh, or two coins indecision like uh, who do I pay what do I do I'm juggling finances um, it's like I'm on, a, on a treadmill I'm always juggling the hence the infinity sign I'm always juggling finances oh no so look at the suit of a card and look at it elementally and just relax and then uh, if you need to especially at the beginning Go to the back of the book and see what flavor Cardinal Fixture Mutable it is. Um, now, some of these will be obvious, like the Four of Coins. Uh, this is definitely fixed. Ain't nothing going nowhere. Um, mm. 
the uh, we'll get to the other ones. I, I, I'm sidetracking myself. Okay, water. Uh, very uh, emotional things of an emotional nature. Things of a nurturing, caring, or lack of nurturing and caring, but uh, the emotional nature, you know, physical, mental, emotional. And then uh, um, fire, of course, is very uh, energetic, ambitious, uh, fiery, whatnot. So since we are running short on time, because I want to keep these shorter, I do want to just go into a couple of uh, cards specifically so I can give you guys examples that you can use so that when you're out in the world or you're studying, and I'm not here to, to point out each card, what you can you can help uh, decipher it yourself. So, Lori, um, I'm gonna throw this over to you now. Uh, I will ask you to give me a card uh, at random. We will stay with the uh, so-called minor arcana or the suit pip cards, and um, I'll. Okay explain why a card is what it is and we'll look at it and go from there okay um can we start then with the eight of wands absolutely and i want to stay right in the book so you guys can actually see what i'm doing here so i'm going to go to page 132 the eight of wands now i have this down as mutable fire this uh card has been so annoying to so many people because <laughs> it, it has been hard for people to understand what the hell is going on in this card there's no people in this card which if you ever need a card that specifically indicates a lack of people here you go so that's sure. it it's, it's an oddball way of looking at it um several cards, maybe not every single card, have um, extra meanings that you will probably use once in your lifetime, maybe never use. Uh, but they're available, such as if you need a card specifically, or it's just a lack of people. There's a good card for it. Um, in my course at easytarotlessons.com, you know, the paid course, uh, the $10 a week one, I have a video way of explaining this card so um, I'll have to just explain it in, uh, in words and you can see it in the mind here but take your eight of wands card and put it and then if you uh, if your tarot deck comes with a blank white card put that to the right and if it doesn't just take uh, any card and then flip it over so you're looking at the back of the card now on the card on the right, the blank or card back, I want you to imagine um, eight javelin throwers and some guy with a megaphone going, ready, set, throw. And these javelin throwers were all lined up and they're like, okay, okay, okay. And he said, throw, and they all threw at the same time in the same direction. What we're looking at here are wands in flight, in motion, but they're all going in the same direction at roughly the same speed. So this implies unity, precision, things going very quickly, travel by air, but there's a certain order to this that you don't find in the Five of Wands. Um, does that make sense, Laurie? Completely, so, I, I like the javelin. I like the javelin idea because it makes me it makes me remember um, the speed, and then it brings forth that cooperation. Yes, because this card, um, there's not really a lot of cards that imply teamwork. There's the lovers card. There's the uh, the two of cups card. But those other cards, they they have other influences and uh, inferences as well. Um, this card is specifically the power of many hands working together towards a job, or it is things happening quickly, or it is things being up in the air, or you know, it is travel by air. So this is, again, these salabar, these multitude, 
multitude of meanings and only your intuition can tell you which particular meaning is right at this moment for your client. This is how the pros do it. Been doing this over 40 years. Oh my God, I'm old. And I've had the ability to sit with hundreds of professional psychics and pick their brain because I'm nosy. How do you do it? How do you do it? How do you? What do you? What is that? Astrology? I don't know. What, what kind of cards are those? I mean, I just, so very fortunate. I'd, I'd love to see if we could ever get the, the you know a couple hundred uh, professional readers in the same room at the same time every day showing him. Hi Bob. Hi Sam. Hi, hi Sam. Hi Ralph. There's a coyote in the dog cartoon. I'm just punching it every day. Um, but punching the clock every single day coming in it's like oh my god that was such a wonderful experience uh and you know tarot conventions are nice but it's a whole bunch of egos and stuff but i mean people literally showing up and you have a job and that job is to serve the, the clients and then it's, you get to intermingle in office gossip and whatnot but we're all here for a purpose on our a game you know getting paid fat stacks of cash um <laughs> which, you know, back in the day, it was nice. Um, I'd like to bring that around again because I think that uh, if it were done with a purpose and a mission, we could advance the cause of metaphysics tremendously. And, and it kind of, you know, when you think about it, that's really what this card represents. It's very, uh, very straightforward. Now, uh, this is mutable fire. Okay, so we, we decided that all wands cards are uh, fire yeah all wands cards are of the fire element well it's not fixed fire because fixed fire is like well leo it's it's the king you know like the king of wands i'm the king i sit here it's what i do you know uh, and and i'm i'm in charge so we couldn't be anything but the king um another let's say Leo card um, the three um, let me make sure I put the three down there but I'm, I'm thinking at the moment that uh, yay I did the three of wands I read in the book three of wands very fixed because the three of wands always reminded me of um, like the foreman on a construction site guy sits around doing nothing but actually his job is to make sure all the other schmucks out there are doing their job because you know lazy bastards are Whatnot, and I'm not calling construction workers lazy bastards because they're blood very, very hardworking, whatnot. But uh, you know, they might be screwing up, and maybe goofing off, and and uh, so the, the foreman's job is to be out there making sure everybody's doing their job and they're doing it properly, and that things, you know, again, management, management, management. Fixed energy is management. I my job is to make sure that things stay the same. We don't have any anomalies. We don't have any layabouts. We don't have any screwing around everything goes in order nice fixed precision let's keep doing it you show up every week get the job done get your paycheck go home not my not my concern what you do after work as long as you're here on time do your work and leave when the job's done nice fixed energy so that's a very three of wands thing because he's looking out over the ocean so in comparison you know, this is absolutely not fixed energy um, could it be cardinal energy? Well, there is a weak argument to make it cardinal energy. But when you look at astrology and you see the difference between Aries, cardinal fire, Leo, fixed fire, and Sagittarius, mutable fire, um, this is far more represent, uh, representational or reminiscent of Sagittarius energy. Both actually representational and reminiscent of. So, these do kind of look like arrows. Arrows do fly through the air. This is all things up in motion. They're all kind of squiggly. Um, mutable means adaptable or caused by something else. And this card is definitely caused by something else. This is a snapshot in time. Like, like I said, the card on the, the, the imaginary card on the right, used in the analogy, uh, would be the essence uh, and this card is the reaction this is like Sports Illustrated where uh, the professional sports photographer took a picture of the football floating through the air 
at the Super Bowl. They didn't take a picture of the quarterback and throwing the ball. It was just like, oh, my God, it's that moment where this, the ball is floating near. Is it going to be caught? Is it not going to be caught? Is it going to be a touchdown? What, I don't know. It's just a stupid ball floating in the air. We don't know what's going to happen next. Same thing here. It's like, oh, my God, I, do those do those wands have pointy ends? You know, I'm, I'm going to get stabbed, or is it like uh, the... Uh, here, here, you know, it's like one of those action movies. Here, let me throw my gun to you, and then you'll catch it and start boom, 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 shooting bad guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is literally that moment. So this is mutable because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's, it's, so we can look and understanding the nature of the action in the card. So look at the image, understand. You know, again, this goes back to exercise one. Step into that card. Whoever's there, Beat him on the head. What the hell are you doing? Why, Mr. Five of Cups, you, what the hell's wrong with you? You got two good cups. What are these ones that are knocked over? You're standing right by a stream. Go fill them up with water. But that's water, not this green, red shit that I have. Well, well go back to the house. I already did. I got a cloak. And then I came out here and I'm standing here pouting. It's like, ah! Go talk to the person in the cart grab them, shake them, look underneath them, jump up and down. In other words, have a conversation with the people or the energy in the card so you can better understand. And this is a fun way of understanding the cards. Better understand what the art is conveying. You know, and of course, flip to the back of the easiest way to learn to remember. Read up on what I say the traditional meaning is just to give you a, a parameter and then go back at them and go, okay, well, and, and test it. Say, is this is this right? I don't know. And, you know, see if the old man knows what he's talking about. That'd be me. Um, do this, and you'll better able you'll be better able to understand the card. Now, once you understand that card, you're like, oh, okay, I see what's happening in this card. Five of cards. Is he a bully? Is he like, haha, I've stolen your swords? Or is he like, hey guys, I kicked his ass. Now we have swords to fight. And they're like, no, but I'm afraid. It's like, come on, come on. There's three of us and only one of him, and, and we have five swords, which is like two of us can hold two swords and go, ha, I, I got so much in each hand. Like, no, I don't want to fight. I just want to stand here and pout. Is he a hero? Is he a bully? I don't know. you got to go in and ask the card. But once you ascertain that, then look at it at the astrological value. Like, oh, my God, this makes total sense. You know, mutable fire, Sagittarius, cardinal fire. Uh, well, cardinal fire would be something else. An Aries, you know. Uh, okay, give me another card real quick, please. And, uh, I know we're going along here. All right. Since we spoke of it uh, earlier, let's go a little bit deeper into the Two of Swords. Okay, Two of Swords. Uh, now, this here is a challenging one. Okay, so page 180. We're going to use the assumption that air is swords and swords is air. So if you believe differently, mm, sorry, oh well. But because it's the popular opinion, and remember, kids, just because something's popular doesn't make it right. Um, oh boy, Grandpa's preaching again. But nonetheless, the fix of uh, two of swords. She looks like a lifeguard. Uh, I mean, she's sitting there on her little stone thing, and she's got her swords out, and she's blindfolded, meaning. I don't recognize you. Anybody comes near me, the swords come out like Wolverine's claws. And and the fact that the swords reach off the end of the card is indicative that you cannot get past her. You can't. And and that's with their arms crossed. When their arms are like wide out open, it goes way beyond. So you cannot get to that water. She will block you. She is stopping you. Gandalf and you will not pass and you're not um, blindfold says I don't care if I know you you can't trick me by being pretty or being somebody you know hey it's me Bob you know you're gonna let me in she's like no none shall pass uh, that was um, that was Monty Python as a black man uh-huh. none shall pass that's, that's exactly <laughs> except you know, so, so we can talk about the subconscious mind being, you know, the water and all that. She's not letting us in, but but nonetheless. So you know, this is the gatekeeper. This is the the bouncer 
or the uh, the person who checks IDs at the club. You're gonna now you could stand in line all night, but you're not getting in. You know what did you do last night? Oh, I went to a club. Really, Japan? No, I stood in line all night long and watched other people get in. So because I didn't have a hundred to tip the guy. Um, so it is a f- the image indicates a fixed position. She is not moving. That's fixed. She ain't getting up. She's not abandoning her job. And also, she is not letting it pass. So, both ways, it's fixed energy. We're not getting in. She's not letting us go. She's not moving anywhere. So, fixed energy. Air. Well, what is fixed air? Fixed air is Aquarius. For those of you who don't want to do the math, that's fine. Cardinal air, Libra, mutable air, Gemini, blah, 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 blah. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? I've just... Uh, um, Gemini's are like, yeah, yeah, oh, this is it. This is the best podcast ever. Everybody else is like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Fixed air. Ugh. I'm about to piss off all the Aquarians on the planet. But everybody else will go, yeah. Um, opinions are like, well, uh-huh. yeah. Everyone uh-huh. has them and they all stink. <laughs> Fixed thought equals opinion. I, that's simple math. You look up opinion and, and Webster say fixed thought, unchanging thought, bias, racism, sexism, classism, relig- any ism is fixed, opinionated, stinky thought. So all these humanitarian Aquarians and uh, it's okay, my my, uh, my moon is in Capricarius, so I understand it. I get it. But the essence of Aquarius, high-minded as it is, octave three, ruled by Saturn, um, it is fixed. It is is regimented. Uh, It's fixed. It's just as fixed as Leo. That's it's antithetical. Opposite, you know, ah, I'm Leo. Hey, look at me. You're, you're. It's not about you, man. It's about the masses. It's about the ninety-nine percent. And I'm not being political. I'm just saying, you know, the Aquarian definitely ninety-nine percent. That's that's the whole Aquarian. It's like ah, voice of the people, but the people, not the because there's no such thing as an as an Aquarian spokesman because that would make you a Leo. So it has to be like like the actor on stage is the Leo. Ah, I speak, therefore I am. Ah, I knew him, alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well. It's like, ah, boo, Shakespeare sucks. You know, it's all the all the crowd, the 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 faceless masses who have bought the tickets to a Bon Jovi concert or whatever. All the it's it's the crowd, the mob, the audience inside. You know, the actor, like the concert. Uh, or the or the theater or the movie that's that's the Leo part and you know the, the stage the band the, the actor the movie and uh, but the audience the mindless drones that is all of us the general mass public that is the uh, the essence of Aquarius the power to the people the power of the masses uh, sans leadership since the whole idea of democracy where everybody gets a vote um but then the problem is we've got to actually elect somebody, and that's more authoritarian cardinal. So I'd be like Capricorn or Aquarius. I mean, Capricorn or Aries or Leo or even Libra, um, even though Libra's not. I mean, Leo's not cardinal. So, boy, it's like deep astrological shit. It's a lot of deep stuff. <laughs> so the thing about Aquarius is that, yes, it's high-minded. Yes, it's wonderful. Yes, it's humanitarian. But Aquarius is also, at its core, fixed thought, which is bias. It is uh-huh. opinion. It stinks. Um, it may stink pretty if it's a you know humanitarian thing, or it can stink ugly just you know because it's like anti-individualism, uh, which is uh, a bleeding cause of um, lack of confidence. Uh, so. Six and one half dozen the other. So this card, fixed air, Aquarius, is um, it impedes progress. Uh, so this could be a committee. Like there's so many axioms about how you can really screw things up. Just get a committee to do it. You know, 
because then you have everybody it's nice that everybody has voice but everybody has voice there's no solidarity there's no leadership there's nobody to step in and say i'm going to be a leo or an aries i'm going to take charge my is going to risk me because you get everybody and then you have um, gridlock so this card is gridlock and then we understand through aquarian uh energy so to some people, this astrological stuff is just too much for them. That's okay. I got a book coming out called The Easiest Way to Learn Astrology Ever. I promise you it'll make it super easy. Super genius. Wiley Coyote, super genius. Aquarius, right? Um, so, poor guy. <laughs> He's always got... I always rooted for the, uh, the coyote. Um, but then, who, who doesn't? Hopefully, if anybody rooted for the roadrunner there jerk because um, that guy was a bastard uh, <laughs> he's like I just want to run around free free no you're uh, tempting morsel of tastydom uh, so yes the two of swords fixed air um, removing the sign of astrology of Aquarius you know, to make it really simple just going back to rudimentary basics and you don't have to know or understand the sign if you're looking at a card it says fixed air air equals thought fixed means ain't no one going nowhere uh, another couple of quick examples will bail out here two of cups intense fixed water you know, joining together it's like we are together this is this is Scorpio You'd think, oh my God, it's a very Libra card. Well, it's not because it's not air. Libra is the meeting. Hi, you're pretty. Hi, I'm pretty. Hey, let's hang out. Scorpio's. Mm, oh, oh, you like that? You like that? Mm, mm. That's the nasty stuff we don't talk about because Scorpio follows um, um, Libra. When people get together at a party and they have too much to drink, they do things, unspeakable things that we, everybody does, but we don't talk about it. But it involves close, intimate bonding and things like jealousy. You did that with who? You did what with who? It's like, how dare you? Oh, I'm Scorpio. I'm jealousy. And so two of cups, fixed, deep intimacy. That's like you are mine. I am yours. You're not going anywhere. Any of the stuff we do, we don't talk about. It's Omerta. You know what state? Uh, a lot of code of silence. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So there's a depth to this two of cups that you don't see in the oh look he give me a sandwich I'm giving you two of cups is really about deep soul bonding and when you try to pull apart because it's not like pulling taffy because you can pull taffy and and it's like it stretches it stretches but it definitely eventually breaks it's like mixing water and earth you can't you're always going to get mud no matter how much you squeeze the earth, it's still going to be wet. No matter how much you try to strain the water, there's always going to be dirt in it. So some blendings can't be undone. That's what the Two of Cups is. It's all about that deep, nasty stuff that happens in private. Well, I, I don't know if it was Aquarius to be in public, but that's a different story. Um <laughs> And that's why, see Aquarius and, and uh, okay, here's here's astrology stuff. That's why Aquarius and Scorpio are squared and are thus incompatible. It's like, don't you understand? You do that stuff in, in private. You don't talk about that in podcasts. Oh, my God, you're so stuck up. I do it with my friends. I do it with the doggy. Wait, no, I don't. That's just weird. Um, but I talk about doing it with the doggy because, you know, it's like, because I'm Aquarius. I talk about anything. I think I just, I, I'm open-minded. Matter of fact, let's do it right now. No. It's like, <laughs> so again, yeah, it's like you know, I'm conservative. I'm not even. I'm just. I don't want any rules. I'm not liberal. I'm not Republican. I'm anything. I just like nothing applies to me. I'm because I'm Aquarius. It's like, so, if we understand astrology, we can really get a deeper meaning from our cards. If we don't understand astrology, just understand the nature of cardinal, fixed and mutable, and then the elements, and this will allow you to really dig deep into your spreads my goal here kitties is to make sure that you can charge more than a dollar a minute i want you guys to be highly sought after i want you to be the best readers on the planet i want you to be able to go out there and kick ass and take names and have people chanting your names going yes 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 
that make sense, Lori? Oh, I've got pages of notes that make sense, and I just love. Hey. I, yeah, <laughs> but it's a learning curve, and everything it you is. talk about. Yeah, everything you talk about comes around, and um, a lot of lessons learned here. Thank you. Well, here's the most important thing. It's like it pisses me off when I go on to Amazon and I see learn tarot in 30 seconds. Here's a dollar ninety nine ebook, and okay you know I believe that everybody should be able to express themselves but tricking the public into thinking that you can read the past the future you can give advice that's worth two three hundred dollars an hour just by reading a 99 cent ebook and getting out there like tarot in 10 minutes in 10 minutes you can go out there and start reading the tarot it's a lifetime of practice it doesn't mean you need to do it for a lifetime before you can start getting paid but um the reason why my course is 10 months is because I want you guys to have time to practice this. I I have free study groups and study buddies because I need you guys to actually do this, learn it, practice it, use it. And again, get in a study group, get, in a, get yourself a study buddy because this allows you to actually do it because practicing is simulated experience. It's, it's, not, it's not pretend. It's like you're actually doing it. It's just instead of doing it in front of a client or doing it in public, you're doing it in a supportive environment with other students and hopefully a moderator, guide, or teacher who's like, hmm, why don't you try it this way? You know, and helping you progress along. Um, so, yes, these free lessons are super important. I want to educate the public. I want to do everything I can to clean up our industry. Um, but at some point, Y'all need to practice. At some point, you need to just get out there and do it and do it and do it. Um, and, and again, you, persistent, proper, perfect practice is the way to get results, not just like practice because you do bad practice. So thank you so much, Lori. I hope we can do this again. Uh, I know we went longer than I wanted to, but... <laughs> that was kind of predictable, huh? <laughs> yeah, blah, 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 blah. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> The important thing is that uh, you guys all, you know, you get value, that everybody's listening to this gets value. And you guys, if anything sounds too advanced, come back and listen to this again. Go out and try it. Try it in little bites. Um, nobody is going to reach a state of nirvana. Nobody's going to reach a state of perfection where you can read for corporate clients or people are calling you left and right. Read for me, read for me. Like, uh, I, I want people to throw money at you. I want to ruin your lives by having people go, oh my God, you're the best person ever. You must do this for me and I've got to tell you about all my friends about you. Um, I want you guys to go out there and do that. Uh, and I want people to have that. So please take these lessons seriously and uh, and get going. All right, Lori, I, I've said my piece. I'm going to go get a sandwich or something. Is there any last minute thing you would like to know? Um... That's a loaded question, Dusty. So I'll just end it with, I'm going to go get my own sandwich, and um, I'll see you on the next one. We'll save it for next week. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Bye for now. <laughs>